When I close my eyes, I dream of chocolate. And I dream of M&M's beneath my skin. The hmm. milk balls shall replace my eyeballs and then all my blood cells. And the same shall happen to the blood of man. The production Ooh. company for this Wonka film does not exist. They told me that it would come out in the Christmas season, and I wonder if it was to set me as the Chocolate King apart from Christ as a sort of Antichrist figure. All I know is that I, Timothy Chalamet, now lactate chocolate milk. Wow. But was this... Uh, I haven't the seen it The opening number. Um... It, is this like like a Bloomhouse production or like one of the A twenty four like horror movies, the Prestige it, horror? We it, all I know is we all need the chocolate. We all need a bite of Wonka. Right. It, it's more of a like social commentary, kind of masking as a horror story. You know, I I, I think that it's sort of like a journey of self discovery for you you as an audience member, Willy Wonka as a character, no. and Timothy yeah. Chalamet. As a puppet, as the puppet of the Grand Chocolate King, uh, mm. when he stares at the mm. camera for several minutes and talks about how cacao beans are a direct descendant of the original fruit bitten by Adam and Eve that got them oh. cast out of the Garden of Eden, uh, it really mm. is interesting. I think so. I would highly recommend it. Wow, yeah. Now, now you're kind of selling me on it. I, you know, looking at the uh, promos, I thought it was just uh, a subpar remake uh, featuring a little dork. Fucking remake. Really... It, it, you, you don't know the difference between a prequel and a remake. And are, are you calling Timothy Chalamet a dork? I am, actually. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we really the people to call Timothy Chalamet Gen Z it boy a, a dork? Or is that mm. us? Is that what we're going to do? You know, since you phrase it like that, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I retract my statement. Um, uh, I'll go with uh, uh, little dickweed. His All right, little, you know he, what? I will. It, it's a pre, yeah, a, a, a subpar remake featuring a little dickweed. I do not agree that Timothy Chalamet is a dickweed, but I will allow you to say it uh, because that's what free speech is about. Yeah. Uh, and free speech also lets us host this podcast. Welcome to Underworld News tonight. Uh, I'm Andrew Michaels, and I am joined today by. The inventor of the fuck. I can't think of one this week. God Come damn it! <laughs> All right, no, no, no. no. We're, we're not. I'm not going to edit this out. I'm not going to edit this out. I have to think of this shit every waiting. week. I was waiting. We're going to do it in either. real time. I could see the wheels turning. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. I, okay. Today, we are joined by the original elf on a shelf who's still been wa who's placed in a house with nobody in it and has thus mm -hmm. lived a sort of perverted simulacra of a human life, mm -hmm. knowing yes. full well that there is a deep hollowness inside of him, Jason right. Strong. And of course, yeah, I'm Andrew that, Michaels. Yeah, the permanent purgatory. That, that actually, uh, I feel like you sort of saved it. That, that, that one is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not hard either, but it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, <laughs> a 
the way, I'm Andrew <laughs> Michaels. That's uh, yes. that's Jason Straw, whatever the fuck I just said. Uh, this is Underworld News Tonight. It. Yeah, we cover the weird, wacky, and wild news of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is coming out on Christmas. Merry Christmas, anyone? Jason, what are you going to be doing when this comes out? It's going to be Christmas morning, or maybe Christmas Eve night. Um, I'm actually um, I'm gonna. My neighbor uh, invited me out for um, a, a meal of Indian food, and then we oh. might go see uh, Willy the Wonka movie. Amazing. No, I'm doing uh, Chinese food, and then I'm trying to see that uh, Adam Driver Ferrari movie. What? What's the Adam Driver Ferrari movie? It's Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari. Oh. Uh, yeah, the guy who, like, he, he made the Ferrari cars. He was, like, kind of a lunatic who killed all of his test yeah. drivers in his uh, insane oh. cars. Uh, mm-hmm. Played by Adam Driver, uh, doing an Italian accent. So we're going to see how that is. Uh, but, you know, yeah. we don't do Look movie reviews on this show. No, except, I mean, I mean, for, except, except, except for, for the last the, two episodes. The notable exception of Wonka, I guess. <laughs> the notable exception of when an, a new American classic comes out, then we do it. But otherwise, we do not. Uh, you know, this is our 13th episode coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a non-milestone for most podcasts, including our own, other than the fact that we're coming full circle. Do you remember mm-hmm. what the first thing we ever talked about is, Jason, on this show? Um, dear Lord, Besides why are we, why are we wasting our time with this? No, I believe our first story, it was uh, Bigfoot mating season. Bigfoot am mating I, I season wrong? or breeding season, depending on breeding. how you call it. Um, we, listen, we listen to an expert. Uh, YouTube video who's the, by a guy whose name I remember. Yeah. Uh, they're all the same. Sasquatch. Oh, it's Sasquatch Theory. This one was Sasquatch Theory. Um, yeah. Talking about how the summer is the Bigfoot breeding season. I think he meant mating because I don't <laughs> think, you know, we, we went over this. There's no Bigfoot husbandry happening. Right. Jason, and, and if also, that's true. Also, didn't we come down? Wouldn't this be Sasquatch mating season? That's right. Yes, we are. Well, I fucked it up. Bro. So I was completely off base with what our first episode was well you know uh i'm the one who came up with the anti bigfoot pro sasquatch stance well not anti bigfoot but the pro sasquatch stance we did agree sasquatch breeding Mm -hmm. season uh Mm -hmm. and you know what if that's true we might just know how long it takes for a bigfoot to have a baby now this is a story coming to us from the irish star uh Mm. a great website with a normal amount of pop-ups uh now, this is, this is a picture that was taken uh, in the woodland area of Beacon, New York. And the story, by the way, sorry, this was a story. We were trying to get better at saying who wrote our stories. So this story is not oh. just from the Irish Star. It is also written by John O'Sullivan, audience editor. I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but uh, no. anyway. This is a big so, so I'm sorry. This, this is from an Irish news periodical but it the actual event occurred in new york united states yes i think they have agents deeply embedded in upstate new york uh and it's something that demands further study the uh the irish menace knows no bounds uh so this was taken Hmm. in the woodland area of beacon new york um now have you Mm -hmm. jason have you ever been to uh new york state at all i have Yes, yeah, right. You uh, I believe 99. we mentioned previously. Yes, um, I think that was the only time, but 
I, I, I may have been through there, you know, in a drug-induced haze. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess I'm only bringing this up to say that, like, when I say New York for some of our audience members, like, this is not New York, a grab a slice of pizza by the block New York. This is, uh, you know, right. this is upstate yeah. New York. This is rural, wooded yes. area. This is the middle of fucking mm-hmm. nowhere. It's a big state. Right. Uh, and Beacon, according to the article, is noted to be a hotspot for such for such sightings. Uh, hmm. Because of this, there is a Facebook page dedicated to alleged Sasquatch encounters in the area, which we will be following. Um, and it was on this page where the pictures of the supposed Bigfoot were posted. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's worth noting is that this isn't just a Bigfoot. This is also, this has what appears to be, and you have to look very closely. We're going to share this picture. Actually, Jason, I'll show you the picture now. Uh yeah, Yeah, right here. So I'm going to zoom in. Are you seeing it? Uh, No, actually. Oh, I zoomed in too much. That's weird. Okay, wait. Well, yeah, here I zoomed in too much. Oh, you can't see the share at all? I can see it now. Yeah. I think it takes a moment to connect, yeah. maybe. So you're seeing it. All right. Well. All right. Now, Jason, I just zoomed in on the... Uh, oh. Alleged Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see it here. It's walking. I would. I, I wish can. that the screen would stop. No, no, I'm going to start exactly. this part over to. Uh... No. And and uh, this is actually like this is a really clear, um, in focus like close range photo. Like wherever this camera was, Bigfoot couldn't have been more than. Excuse me, Sasquatch. Couldn't have been more than 15, 20 feet away. Like it's, this is a, a, easily the best. Yeah. The best, uh, uh, Bigfoot, uh, Sasquatch photo, uh, or possibly person in a, uh, hairy suit, uh, photo I've ever seen. No, exactly. And I've just uh, moved it a bit up so you could really get a good look at it. Um, so we've right. got the yeah. Sasquatch over yeah, here, kinda, and then you have what looks like forward. another Sasquatch moving mm-hmm. the back. So, I mean, if this is the case, another, then, yeah. you know, we started the show about two months ago. So that would imply a two-month Bigfoot or okay. Sasquatch gestational period. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to one person on the Facebook post, they're saying that this was a mama wow. with a newborn, and that they mm-hmm. washed them off in a nearby creek after birth. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, but people are saying that it definitely looks like a Sasquatch with a baby clinging to its back. They're using the term Bigfoot. Uh, another person wrote that is a baby mm-hmm. Bigfoot on its back. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this is this is a this is a story that was coming out from New York. I just thought it was interesting because we talked about uh, you know obviously we talked about the Sasquatch mating season on the first episode. I hope you got out of yes. it unscathed, Jason. Um, uh, yeah. No. I, yeah, I'm fine. Um, yeah. The, the uh, preparation H helps a lot. <laughs> no, I just think. Uh, yeah. If it's to, if so you, you believe think that in this, this is there? like the fruit, the the fruits of I, the uh, uh, mating season. I think that this is very reliable. Uh, it has to be the fruits of the mating season. 
And Jason, I know what you're going to ask me. Your fucking sheep skeptic mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Why did the uh, why did they have a baby so fast? Is that what you're thinking? It was actually amongst other things, but yeah, two months seems like a for <laughs> for something larger, generally larger than a human. That seems like an incredibly well, short uh, period of time. I think the thing that you need to keep in mind is the sheer potency. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be crass here, but the sheer potency of Sasquatch cum. Mm. You're right. That was nowhere near my mind. <laughs> it, it, they're ready to go. Yeah. Well, and and it's not even that it only took two months to like gestate uh, uh, Bigfoot fetus. But if this photo is accurate, um, the the infant Sasquatch has developed sufficiently well, that it can to- independently cling to the back of uh, of the Sasquatch. Like it's not being, you know, it's not carried like a newborn. Um, it's uh, it's like independently hanging from the fur. You are assigning human biology. One of the Facebook commenters said that that's a newborn. It's being washed off in the creek. Haven't you ever heard of Sasquatch baptism? Sasquatch Catholicism? Any of this stuff? Is that all nothing to you? No, it's it actually is pretty. It is are all Sasquatches Catholic? Like is like what the, the ones that don't just, want to go to hell? Like, okay, it's not it's not regional. You know, like a you know since this one's in. Uh, upstate New York, it tends to be Catholic. If it was in, I don't know, you know, upstate, if it was in like rural Missouri, it might be Protestant. There is no Protestant because because how's a Sasquatch going to be impressed by fucking snake handling? Well, I think Protestantism is a little more than snake handling, but can but you since you bring history? it up, can you tell I, me, give me a bit of a rundown of the Protestant Revolution starting with Martin Luther and the however many theses. Um, yeah. Um, so there was, uh, um, in the, uh, what, 1500s Germany, there was a guy named Martin Luther and he nailed, uh, what was it? 147 theses. Sounds right to me. Um, and, uh, then, um, then he went on to be, uh, named after a civil rights icon, Martin Luther King. You know, that makes um, sense. Who, who uh, completely completely solved racism? Good for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, now here we are today. No, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I would think though that if if anyone any any intelligent being would be the most impressed with snake handling, I have to feel like it would be a Sasquatch. Not at all. A snake. A, a snake can Sasquatch and snakes probably already have an understanding oh you think so yeah and, and their response would probably be why don't do that well i mean that's my response but i yeah i don't know um yeah no that's interesting um so so the contention is that um uh so there's bigfoot mating season back in Excuse me, Sasquatch mating season. Sasquatch mating season is in October. Really painted myself into a corner. Um, Sasquatch mating season. Uh, In October, here it is, 
late December and there is a uh, photographic evidence of a infant Sasquatch uh, clinging to his mother's back. So in the span of two months, the Sasquatch got knocked up, carried to term, and the uh, infant Sasquatch developed the um, uh, uh, muscular strength and um, uh, physical skills, motor skills, to be able to uh, independently cling to the back of uh, the uh, Sasquatch parent. You know what I have to say that, about that? That's the contention. Yes, you know what I have to say about that? I can't wait to hear it. This is why abstinence is the answer. Mm. No, you're absolutely right. Do you think maybe maybe we need to have um, – do you think we need to like initiate some kind of uh, – I don't know, government programs that distribute birth control to uh, the, the, the uh, Sasquatch populations in our country? I think we need to teach them – you know, condoms break. Condoms break, Jason. Uh, mm -hmm. Birth control pills, sometimes they're actually nicotine gum. Uh, oh. I think, hmm. uh, what you gotta do is just not have sex. Hmm. Yeah. Take it from I me, mean, a podcast host. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about not having sex. Um, <laughs> damn it. I lost my train of thought. It probably wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you have to say is important. And you know what else is important is something that I should say now before we get to our next story, uh, which you're going to present. Hmm. Uh, we have merch coming out very, very soon. Uh, mm -hmm. And you guys, if you're interested, can not only buy it at UnderworldNewsTonight.com and stay tuned for when it's up. We'll also let you know on social media. You can also get yourselves a free hat. All you have to mm -hmm. do is share this show on social media with a link to the show. Uh, on your listening platform of choice, mm -hmm. tag us and email the screenshot to underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. Once again, that is underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll put you into a raffle and, you know, equal chance for everybody. Whoever wins gets right. a free hat. Uh, and mm -hmm. either way, check out the merch. There's a lot of great designs by Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, it's um, it was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah. Go ahead and share, and you have a chance to win a uh, Underworld News Tonight, what, bowler hat? Is that where we uh, landed? Did we say, I thought we said, uh, like, a snapback. Oh, okay. You know what, actually, okay. you know what I'll say? You know what I'll say? Um, I could put the design the on whatever. No, I could put the design on whatever, so I think I could do a bowler hat, a bucket hat, a snapback, and a beanie, or, like, the three broad categories, and, like, all the different types of those various hats. Uh, so what you guys should do is... In the comments on, especially if you're listening on Spotify, <laughs> let us know in reply to this episode, what type of hat do you most want from us? And uh, we'll take that into account. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take it into account. Yeah. We'll consider it. <laughs> we'll consider it. Uh, we'll consider right. what our potential customers might want. <laughs> right. But you know what? The fucking, the fucking podcast host is always right. That's why he's running a business. Mm hmm. That's right. That makes no money. Right. We're, we're <laughs> entrepreneurs. Part of that grind set. 
get up, get up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Grinding, Grinding down, down our, our time and resources. As as we uh as we uh uh scour the internet for weird news stories and come across like some of the most horrific shit. <laughs> I'm a shell of who I used to be before I started this. I had dreams, <laughs> goddammit. He's only he's only nineteen. Right. Yeah. Now I was born in seventy four, but then cryogenically frozen. <laughs> it was it was part of it was part of the experimental research to make dipping dots. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. And then once they once uh, they finally uh, were able to use the uh, uh, data uh, they received for my cryogenically frozen body to actually realize their dream of creating Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future. Um, they went ahead and thawed me out. Um, yeah, I, I came to, um, I came to in a mall food court, uh, 19 year old naked, uh, screaming and confused outside of a, a bar. Of- <laughs> well, we've all been there. <laughs> yes. Yes. A scene I would reenact. <laughs> through chemicals <laughs> numerous times since then. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh, man. Uh. All right. Um, yeah. I know. Thanks for that. That That's uh, pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh, photo. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, our next story comes to us from... Uh, Unilad.com. Oh boy. Yeah. Unilad.com. This is out of the uh, UK. I, I would assume so. Oh. If, if somebody yeah. calls you a lad in the United States, they're either trying to convert you to Mormonism or do something I yeah. shouldn't say on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, actually. And it also uh, says the uh, it's time stamped in GMT. So, oh man. Uh, that's what Greenwich Mean Time. Well, so the story. Time. So once again, um, as in our previous story, uh, Europe scoops us here in the United States by covering uh, an event that happened in the United States that definitively happened. Yes, definitively. <laughs> by Man. definition, it happened. Um, it- <clears throat> I'm going to. Uh, um, Excuse me. Uh, the uh, headline of the article on, uh, again, Unilad, uh, janitor captures terrifying footage of, quote, ghosts at high school that was built over graveyard. Oh, man. You know, I- I'm just going to say people b- talk about building things over graveyards all the time. What do you do with the graves? Well... We'll, we'll actually we'll get to that. We'll we'll, okay. we'll leave that. Kind Is it going to make uh, me sad? Uh, probably. But I I feel like most of these stories ultimately make us sad. <laughs> um, but if I may, life, now we have to speak of death. Right, that's true. Yeah, we're going full circle here. How wise for, for this holiday season? Exactly. You know, yeah. Isn't that what the, Christmas the joy- is all about? Yeah, the joy of Sasquatch birth and uh, yeah, 
to what happens after uh, after the curtains close, as they will on all of us. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm going to uh, so this janitor. Um, he uh, he took a brief video. Um, Andrew, I'm going to invite you uh, here to watch it with me. I, um, I, I I might be too scared. That's entirely possible. Um, and uh, if you would, uh, for the benefit of, um, I guess, everyone, <laughs> since this is a podcast format, uh, I, I would invite you to uh, uh, narrate as far as like what, what you see. All right. I certainly will. Uh, I see my co-host, Jason, hitting screen share. Oh. Whoa. I see an advertisement for Adobe Acrobat. That, that is, yep. also see all this on our YouTube. There is a good, yep, there's an advertisement. I was in here cleaning up after some students had thrown the party, but um, what's been freaking me out is this one right here. All right, he's pointing at a red uh, balloon. Right, he's classroom. in a room with a bunch of balloons. What yeah. I decide to do, it just follows me. And It's like the single red balloon in a dark corner of the room. Mm-hmm. Got you on camera now, so let's just uh mm, see. The ghost That's doesn't right care there. if it's on camera. Um well it, it visibly moved too. It visibly would... like moved towards the uh janitor. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. It is starting to uh move a bit. It seems a bit subtle while the camera's facing it at least. Right. It, it becomes more obvious. Yeah, but you can definitely tell it's approaching. Yeah, and the uh, janitor's leaving the classroom. Again, yeah, he's the students had a party. There's a lot of balloons, sort of la- uh, helium-filled balloons, sort of lazily Yeah, floating. but they're mostly in one air- Oh, shit. No, it's going through the door. Oh, no. Yeah, it's following him into the hall. Oh, shit. You know, school janitors do make a lot of money, so I will no, say your job no. is still worth this. Man, do not pop that fucking balloon. That's the thing you don't want to do. No. It just, it just follows me no matter what. Now watch the doors at the end. End of the hall. Ooh. All right. No, I can't. Did you catch it? Uh, no, I didn't see it. Oh, so, it just fell um, over, though, it looks like. No, 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 no. Uh, so let me. Uh, can you rewind to it? I can. Uh, after uh, another ad, or I'm not paying for any of it. Yeah, um, you know, papers can be really piece. difficult, guys. No, what is? This is not. Up. Oh, this is. This is. No, this is in, not inappropriate. I'm gonna the scariest thing of all. Yeah, <laughs> almost porn. Um, <laughs> this wasn't. This was also on Utilad. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, just no, it. actually, actually, it was my independent uh, search. <laughs> it was a different tab. Um, the, the, pay no attention. All right, here. We'll, uh, I'll skip to the end. You can cut this out or whatever if you want, but Let's see how funny it is. Yeah, all right. We're going to have to shift through another ad. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say to any ghost listening, don't fuck with the janitor. He's, you know, he's doing his job. He's, don't you want a clean place to haunt? Like, leave him alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go after but the yeah, superintendent. In, he deserves it. It starts in a um, uh, uh, classroom. You know, looks like what your typical sort of mid-century municipal building. 
It you know, looks like every fucking elementary school that you've ever exactly. been in, every elementary yeah. school class you've ever been in. Like, yeah. Right. There was clearly some sort of party. It was said um, there's like streamers on the floor, uh, uh, balloons, yeah, hovering around. Well, I mean, there's this whole, um, I mean, like, I think part um, of why it's so scary, too. Around. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I cut out for a second. One. Um, yeah, because it's just the one balloon. All right. Yes. I'm going to skip ahead here. So he's in the hall. Now, keep, keep your eye on the, those doors at the end of the All hall. Right. All right, eyes on the doors. Right. Yeah, keep your eyes on the the doors at the end of the hallway as the balloon, okay. as he pans across the balloon. It just it just follows me no matter what. Ooh, well, I can't. Yeah. No, a yeah. little uh, shadow just swipes across. Right. So so uh, we're following the he's following the balloon, um, and. Out into the hallway, the balloon follows him, uh, following on the camera. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he, go he goes out into the hallway, takes a few steps backwards. The balloon follows him. And uh, while he has the, the balloon in frame, you, uh, at the end of the hallway, there's a pair of double doors. And you can see a shadow dart very quickly past. No, that's um, fascinating. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. part of what's so scary about it, too, what I was going to say before, um, is that the... Like, I feel like we all either did this or know people who did this or talked about doing this of, like, breaking into our schools during the summer when they were closed, right? right. Like, as kids, mm -hmm. like, not as adults. It's a fucking weird thing. If you are a 40-year-old man considering breaking into your old school in the summer, uh, talk to a doctor. Right. But if you're – when you're 13, that's, like, 12, 11 to 13, it's, like, prime ages to do this shit. And I think there's right, something right. about Absolutely. a space like a school that's meant to be a place where a lot of people exist but don't – like a simulacra of where people would actually want to be a school, an office, a motel, right? Like any of these spaces. I mean, there's this whole obsession on the internet with liminal spaces that deals with a lot of that. Um, I think it's super eye patch. Wolf has a really good video about this. Uh, that talks a lot about like liminal horror and like why people are obsessed with it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, so you said that the school was built on top of a graveyard though. How'd that happen? Yeah. Um, so the school, um, this is uh, um, King's School in uh, Tampa, Florida. I don't think I mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, King's High School, Tampa, Florida. Um, built in the 1960s. At uh, some point, um, it was determined after the school was built by I think uh, by like uh, geologists doing research for whatever reason on you know the property lines discovered that there was an uh, or or was suspected that it was built on top of an old uh, cemetery uh, that was in an African American community. Oh, and, that's not good. And we say old. Uh, the cemetery. <laughs> It says it was from the 40s or 50s. That's not old. No, that's no, that's decidedly on. new. That's I mean, that's right. older. That's 10 years, 10 or 20 years, like, before the school was built. Like, this isn't... If somebody... Yeah. It's this not isn't old something that, if like, somebody nobody knew. <laughs> no, that's insane. Uh, that's fucked up. Um, yeah. I will still say, though, once again, like, I get that. That is fucked up. But it's not the janitor's fault. I guess that's kind of what oh, no. I come back to. No, no, no. I, no, I no. think leave no. the janitor alone. Oh, as far as, like, the ghosts. Yeah. Go after the zoning board. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but in, um, yeah, in 2019, uh, 145 coffins were found buried beneath the school. Uh, and there's probably, yes. And there's probably more. Um, again, I said a geologist was one that made this discovery. They used some sort of sonar imaging um, and they found. They said, uh, they said like, I'm an expert more. on rocks, but I'm looking at this. Right. And that is a coffin. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I invite people to uh, make up their own mind. I don't know. You know, not, not, not to be, uh, not to be the skeptic, but obviously there's a lot of ways that someone can rig moving a, uh, a balloon for the purposes of a video, but. You think uh, someone would fake creepy. a ghost on the internet? I know, as hard as it is to believe. Um, no, it is super creepy. Have you ever had? Uh, have you ever happened to have like a job where you do where you were by yourself in a largish building? Not, ne- never like fully. Um, I- I'd had jobs where I was like close mm. to it, where there were like one or two people left, but I was never I would count that. Yeah, no, I would count that. Yeah, so I mean, I worked at a summer camp uh, mm-hmm. in Wisconsin for a summer, and I worked in the mm-hmm. kitchen, and I was, and I would be there towards the end of it. So I would leave with like a couple of other people, but the atmosphere mm-hmm. there—I mean, it was the kitchen and dining hall, and it was all sort of new, and the atmosphere there was yeah. such that we weren't really creeped out by it, even though it was mm-hmm. middle of the woods, Wisconsin. What was more creepy though is at our old call center job, um, after mm-hmm. you left. Uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, right in between COVID starting and me starting to work from home, gradually people right. were starting to work from home. And I was on the much later end of that. So right. Right. for like a couple of weeks, I would go in and yeah, it would pretty much just be me there. Uh, and there was yeah. definitely a creepiness to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've worked more than my fair share of like overnight jobs, um, of various roles in enormous buildings where I was either alone or as you say, a handful of people like effectively yeah. alone. Um, yeah. And that's just inherently creepy. Like you said, you, you know, when you're 13 years old, you imagine like spending the night uh, in your school. Uh, and I, I shared that uh, experience myself, or not experience that feeling myself, but I think the creepiness is sort of part of it, right? Like, Oh yeah. No, like, I, I, like I a mean, place as you say, that's typically full of people is completely devoid of people. And it just feels really like weird and foreign. I mean, it all, it sets into account the ways that like, this is not actually the place for you. Like this is the place. Like, I think part of what's scary about it is that a school is a place for you as part of a unit of a student body or a Mm -hmm. part of a unit of a faculty and office a place for you as part of a unit of a workforce a motel is a place for you as part of the unit of a uh, of a, of even somebody staying at the motel of a te- of whatever whatever the fuck that's called sure. guest. Uh, right. You, but it throws into focus when you're the only person there that you're actually not meant to be there, and the only way to be there is to sublimate a part of yourself. So what happens, you know, supernaturally and sort of psychologically, when mm-hmm. you're there totally solo? Yeah when you are what's out of place. It is very spooky. And yeah. whether or not it's real, you know, this guy made something good and scary and entertaining mm-hmm. that threw into mm-hmm. account, you know, something about history that we all should know. So maybe yeah. that's, that is real. 
Yeah, so uh, Christmas time. Here's a mm-hmm. segue for you, Jason. Mm. You ever watch the Yule Log channel? I have, actually. Like on YouTube? Uh, YouTube, YouTube. It's on TVs, you know? It used to, you know, I, yeah, when you, it used to be, uh, if you have, so I, think, I think it's on TVs with cable, right? I think you're right. Uh, watch is a generous term, but have had on. I don't I understand it. it I don't understand why you'd want to pretend there was a fucking Yule log or a uh, window that there's not, you know? Well, in in my personal case, kind of pretending it, there's a window, there's not. In in my personal case, it's because um, my house doesn't have a fireplace, and last time I had a Yule log, the fire department was unhappy. No, I understand that, but why do you want to pretend there's a Yule log? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of sets the mood, I guess. Well, you know what? In terms of setting the mood, you got to be careful because those Yule Logs can go snap, especially around Christmas time. This is from a real newspaper, The Guardian, uh, written Mm. by Mm -hmm. Linda Geddes, the science correspondent. That's right. We're talking some real science here. Risk of Mm -hmm. penile fractures rises at Christmas, doctors find. Uh, They suspect that euphoria and the intimacy of the season may be behind the spike in cases. That's right, Bigfoot breeding season is over, but we are not out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. It may be mm-hmm. the season of loving and giving, they write, but doctors have warned against embracing this spirit too enthusiastically, at least where sexual relations are concerned. Like we said, abstinence. Uh, they have discovered that the Christmas period mm-hmm. is associated with a significantly increased risk of pre- penile fractures. A medical emergency... Can you guess what a penile fracture is, Jason? They do explain it. Um, I can guess. Uh, I mean, it it sounds extraordinarily unpleasant, but I guess what the uh, uh, what, while while your junk is erect, something ha- <laughs> somehow uh, you it damage is a it. Medical uh, emergency, so in that, which the uh, it can't stay erect. Yeah. Yeah. The. <laughs> The erection-producing re- regions of the penis snap, usually as a result of forceful bending during overenthusiastic sexual intercourse. This injury, mm-hmm. and this is a quote from Dr. Nikolos Pyrgides, a urologist at the Ludwig mm-hmm. Maximilian University of Munich. So that guy saw some weird dicks. Uh, this injury tends to occur yeah. during a what? He, and this is his quote. This is an academic's quote mm-hmm. during wild sex particularly in mm-hmm. positions where you are not in direct eye contact with the partner, such as the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> uh, do they call it that in Germany? Because how do they know what a cowgirl is? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, now, Jason, no, so, know- so much about this is wild. <laughs> First of all, I, I didn't know. Um, I mean, I knew like, okay, so... <laughs> So if you're 12 years old, you call it a boner, but there's no bone, right? Like it's a, like a spongy. Jason, spongy. no, there's not a, a penis. You don't you don't have a penis bone. Yes, it's a vein. Right, right, but but it becomes engorged with blood, which is what yes. makes it stiff. So so uh, when you're saying like uh, uh, like breaking it, it's just well, it's like. 
Sorry, what? I have more information for you on that. The fractures. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, often... I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead. Fractures. Yeah, yeah. Fracture it. Yeah. Please. Fractures are often heralded by an audible crack, followed by severe pain, rapid loss mm-hmm. of erection, and severe swelling and bruising. Dr. Pergides says that when patients present the, to the doctor their penis, like th- this needs to be mm. read in a German accent. When patients present to their doctor their penis, often looks like an eggplant. Oh, no. Uh, I don't like anything. An audible snap. An audible crack, I think they said. They say crack or snap. An audible crack. I don't know. Which is not as bad as a snap. Uh, Suspecting that the intimacy and euphoria Mm. of the festive season might be a risk factor for this type of injury... Pergides and his hospital and his colleagues examined hospital data for 3,421 men who sustained penile fractures in Germany between 2005 and 2021. And I have to say, if I broke my dick 18 years ago, I don't want to fucking hear about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That, the that's, study. I mean, yeah. Uh, please. Not <laughs> riveted. Pergidi says, Pergidi says that if every day was like Christmas, what do you think the world would be like if every day was like Christmas, Jason? What, what, what if I say what every day was like, if every day was like Christmas, what does that bring to mind for you? Um, a lot of shitty music. Uh, you know, um, the veneer of like, uh, peace and humanity, but like a seething rage underneath of it. You know, the and apparently, stop apparently, with... yeah, I was going to say, apparently, uh, if this article is to be believed, uh, uh, rampant, quote, weird sex. <laughs> if every day was like Christmas, according to Purgides, 43% more penile fractures would have occurred in Germany from 2005 on 43%. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something else fascinating. New Year's Mm. Eve, no association with an increased incidence of penis injuries. It is Christmas only. At least in Germany. All the data is from Germany. Sure. I guess that makes sense. A little bit. Like, uh, I usually, I don't, I usually get um, mildly drunk on Christmas. And New Year's Eve, I'm usually pretty, like, wasted. I'm not so, trying. Yeah, you're, I don't. You're I don't know if I would be able to perform on New Year's Eve. Like, it, as much as my heart would be in it, uh, I think that my blood alcohol level at the time uh, would prevent me from uh, engaging in uh, those kind of activities. <laughs> now, the other thing, I think that's true. I also think, yeah, not the time to try something weird, you know? that it's Because New Year's Eve, you're saying, I'll try something weird next year. But you're not doing it that night. I guess, no, you're right. Uh, most no, penile fractures... No, no, go on. Sorry, most penile fractures occur in unconventional scenarios, such as during extramarital affairs, or when sex is performed in unusual locations. Uh, and that such mm-hmm. scenarios are more likely when men were approaching midlife. Sadly, Pergides does not give an example of what unusual locations he means, but I'm assuming he means cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in midlife, you do, in midlife, yeah, it's it's not a young man's wound, Jason. Right, but but I definitely 
had sex in cars much more often than I did as a teenager. Oh, so maybe it's not cars. I did what's a, the weird location age. you have sex in now? Um, man, I, I don't know. Should it, uh, probably the weirdest in the last. Keep in mind, it is Jesus's thing. birthday. Right. Well, this wasn't during Christmas. Um, okay. Uh, but I had sex in a skate park shower. Hmm. Standing that's, up. That's actually fucking disgusting. That is like genuinely mm-hmm. really gross. Uh, thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if it does the happen. The facility was pretty new. Yeah, it was pretty clean, but yeah. Well, okay. Um, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't know why I asked. Uh, if it does happen... I don't know why you asked either. <laughs> now, Jason, you are much more at risk yeah. breaking your dick than me. It's, a, right. it's an old Apparently man's so. injury. Uh, if it does happen, yeah. I know you're thinking, mm-hmm. I'm just going to bed rest this one. But you should present it to your doctor as an absolute emergency. Because otherwise you're going to suffer mm-hmm. some long-term complications, which medically are known as eggplant dick. Mm. No, I'm glad you told me that because my uh, my inclination, uh, were I to suffer uh, this type of injury, um, given my like wilderness first aid skills, is to just improvise a splint. Uh, you know, wrap it up, uh, take some uh, take some leave, uh, wash down with uh, beer for a week or two. Um, and That's then after true. that, uh, yeah. Well, I After think that, you, I think you can treat it with maybe light. Think about. Yeah. Yeah, I think no, uh this is um it it's this isn't it's not hard to believe. Um it's what what's weird is that it's Christmas. Christmas is the holiday and not say like Valentine's Day. Uh something you associate more with fucking I don't know. What, Valentine's what, what are your Day com- Give, give me a rundown of like top three fucking holidays. So, so I guess I guess I will give you a rundown of top three fucking holidays. But first, I'm going to say the reason for that I think is that Valentine's Day you're having romantic sex. No one's breaking their dick during romantic sex. Reverse right. cowgirl is not a Valentine's Day position, and that's the dick breaking position. Hmm. All right. And it's also more yeah. likely an extramarital affairs. You're probably not doing that on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day either. Uh, or at least you definitely shouldn't. Um, top three fucking holidays. Uh, I'm going to say mm-hmm. number one, obviously, uh, is going to be President's Day. Of course. Number two, I'm going to say um, Labor Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number three, mm-hmm. uh, let's go ahead and say Trinidad and Heritage Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would agree with those. I, I would maybe put Arbor Day in there, but it seems that, like kind of a... Pl- that's for the but, environment. That's for the environment, gotcha. Jason. You you yeah. sick fuck. Oh, that, sorry. That's the day you fuck a tree. <laughs> Exactly. Um, what that's what the what do you think the squirrels <laughs> need those holes for? Um 
But uh, what also struck, struck me as, as you're reading this um, or relating this article, the repeated use of euphoria, right? Like because of the holiday and, and people's euphoria. I'm wondering, that has to be like a like a weird German translation, right? Like, would you just... Well, it's a British paper. I don't know. Like, it's a British newspaper right. and the British Academy of Physicians. I don't know. I, I think it's fair to say. I think they're using it, like, a bit dramatically. But I think people are in better spirits during... Like, people who like Christmas uh, yeah. are in very good spirits during the Christmas season. I think it's fair to call that a type of yeah. euphoria. I I, I often so. feel a type I... of euphoria around Passover. I think it's fair to say that, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know. Okay. All right. No, yeah. I mean, it just seemed like a... Since it's it, weird because you're... The word know, euphoria right. came up numerous times. Yeah. Like, it came up once. Like, yeah, okay. It came it up, like, several times. It does like, a bit times. of a writer, like, putting that word down to me, like, ah, oh, this is good. Right. Like, I think of, like, uh, like something, when I hear euphoria, I think of something like drug-induced or um, just, like, just so wondrous and, and, and you know, a, a state of, like, such, I don't know, ha general happiness. Like, it just... The word euphoria. You mean seems the way people feel listening to us every week? Yeah, right, right. Euphoria, like it's, it strikes me as like a near orgasmic, like you know, it's something you feel a handful of times in your life. Not something well, you know, I I would every hope single that, holiday season. I do not feel euphoria. Well, it's I don't an know increased if I've rate of, of euphoria in the general population, and the people whose euphoria mm -hmm. is increasing are probably disproportionately represented. Represented. Uh, mm -hmm. in dick break cases. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and also the, uh, the like, crack. Like, ugh. Well, yeah, it's not good. No. You know, one time, I... when mm -hmm. I was uh, in college, I got a mosquito mm -hmm. bite on my dick from sleeping naked in the summer mm -hmm. with a window open. Uh, sure. I thought I, thought I had dick cancer. So I really thought, this is true, I thought I was going to lose my dick for like two days my senior oh. year of college. And then I, it, it turned out it was a mosquito bite. But it was a hard two days. I'm sure. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, I have actually had to uh, pull a tick off my testicles. <laughs> Man. <laughs> when I was camping and, yeah, um, you know, hi hiking through uh, tall grass in uh, the Midwest got to the campsite, you know, changing into my, uh, uh, sleepwear. Yeah. Uh, that was, um, that was an experience. <laughs> Although I'll say that much. Uh, I've never, uh, never broken my dick. That's good. In, in the terms that you're describing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, certainly a cautionary tale, I guess. Do, so does it give recommendations as far as like what what type of sex you should be having? Uh, I think uh, the uh, not wild Christmas? kind. Okay. Um, I think that I think which would be like what you're in separate rooms or. Yeah, I think that maybe instead of having sex, why don't you try going to church? It's about the birth of Christ, people. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. And uh, 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 Christ's mother, Mary, famously uh, did not have sex. Yeah, what a fucking loser. Right. No, thanks. I was, uh, that was fascinating and gross, and I will take that to heart. And um, any, uh, I will, I will pledge right now that this holiday season, I will uh, um, only if any any position uh, warrants. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I uh, go on. I will only engage in uh, regular cowgirl sex. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. What, at the moment you hear yeehaw, pull it out of there. Right. That's always kind of been my motto. If, if you're if your girl calls you partner, you're at risk. Hmm. Yeah. Now words to live by. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Moving on. Uh, our final story this week. Um, actually has made the rounds. Um, I'm almost certain that everyone has heard this. I hope uh, so. It's, it's come up, uh, everywhere. Um, but in the spirit of journalistic integrity, Henry Kissinger died. That was, yeah, that's the final well, story, right? That I don't think it was this was it this. No, it wasn't this past week. It was a month ago, but you know, get around to it. Right. got around to it. Um, so no, uh, uh, so for the real story, you know, to, to get to the truth here, I went to the source and I'm going to kind of break my, my typical pattern, um, of reading the headline first and then getting to the story. I'm going to explain it a little and then circle back around to the headline. Uh, this is from the jet propulsion lab, Na uh, excuse me, NASA's jet propulsion laboratory mm -hmm. in Pasadena, California. All right. Uh, NASA has been uh, uh, recently working on deep space optical communications mm -hmm. uh, with the idea that if we're going to get people, you know, to Mars, anything beyond that, like we need a, be a faster way to communicate. Of course. Um, so they, uh, back in October, they sent out um, the uh, uh, Psyche probe. Mm-hmm. And it was equipped with what they called, and this is amazing, the flight laser transceiver. That sounds, which sounds cool like fuck. some, yeah, it sounds like some Doctor Who who bullshit. Like, you know, we we need to calibrate the ion condenser, or whatever. It like, like doesn't mean anything. Um, but yeah. So uh, again, the the uh, NASA uh, NASA NASA Psyche mission. Uh, launched in October, and last week sent back a um, sent a message from almost 19 million miles away. Oh wow! Mm hmm. Um the the uh, signal uh, it's a uh, ultra high definition. Um, it's the the signal you know thanks to the this. Um, uh, I already forgot the bullshit name. Um, the what laser? Uh, spit. Uh, God damn it! Oh, Flight laser story. transceiver. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, thanks to the flight laser transceiver, yeah, it was able to send a message uh, 10 to 100 times faster than our the current radio systems uh, use today. It's even faster than, like, our cell phone usage. Oh, wow. Like, our cell phone signals. Um, yeah, from I 19 hope it is. million I have been yeah. Um, the uh, the signal hit uh, the Palomar telescope um, outside of uh, San Francisco and then was relayed to uh, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. The, uh, the video, now I'll circle back to the headline, mm-hmm. Orange cat, Tabby Cat Named Taters Steals the Show in First... Video sent by laser from deep space. Oh wow! So before they, uh, before NASA shot off the psyche probe, um, they uploaded 15 seconds of a video of uh, Taters. Taters is a three-year-old tabby cat. Uh, a 15-second video of Taters chasing uh, like a laser pointer, mm-hmm. and it is set to uh, synthwave synthwave music which is kind of what you would hope oh yeah NASA for video, space right? yeah like you don't yeah. want them playing fucking john dever right yeah synthwave just feels like a natural yeah um natural fit the video they if, overlaid least, a if, bunch if nasa of, plays an acoustic guitar you better be about to die in that ship right yeah no that doesn't yeah or if it was like major tom <laughs> <laughs> or no that's something but uh space oddity yeah, <laughs> that, that you probably that, that's you also that, that also you know they, they play that song. How did things end for Major Tom? Uh, by my recollection, not great. Yeah, he fucking died. Didn't he like? Yeah, he like spun out. Yeah, into space and like was lost forever. Uh, but yeah, no. There, so uh, the video that was beam beamed back was uh of. Taters, three-year-old Tabby chasing a, a laser to uh, some synthwave music. There's uh, kind of a like video gamey HUD mm-hmm. uh, heads-up display overlaid over the video that shows things like the uh, 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 the the uh, trajectory of the probe, um, the cat's hat rate, the cat's heart rate. Uh, the yeah, just sort of like meaningless bullshitty data. <laughs> uh but uh yeah. So um Taters the cat uh mm-hmm. joins the uh uh pantheon of animals who've uh contributed to the United States space program. Well, you know, I think that this was an easier contribution than some of the others had. It, very much so. Yes, very much so. Taters did not, in fact, have to leave uh, the atmosphere. And die horribly. Uh, apparently did not have to leave uh, the living room. Um, whereas, yes, we have been... Uh, uh, this story, like... Uh, it, I was curious. I looked up, like, other animals in space. And we've sent anything... Basically anything smaller than us. Like, we haven't sent a silverback gorilla... Uh, but we've sent, you know, dogs, cats, monkeys, insects. Uh, I think the world record currently 
of um, uh, like the furthest distance a living being got from Earth and came back is held by two tortoises that were launched from Russia and made like a huge uh, route around the the moon and, and then they came back and landed safely. Yeah, oh, wow. they were still alive. And I think they were the furthest living creatures from Earth. Yeah, ever. Jeez. Well, I'm just going to say it. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand what we're trying to prove in a lot of these cases. Sure, the tortoises, you manage to do a route. But sometimes, you know, it's like, what happens if I send a dog to space? Oh, they fucking die. Thanks right. for the help, science. But I'm glad the Tigers right. didn't have to do that. I just don't think, you know, I think if we're going to put the ra- Mount Rushmore of animals and their contributions to space. Uh, it should be, the, yeah, the ones who, who who gave their lives. Yeah, yeah. you know. That's all I'm saying. Um, right. Although, it, not to be cynical, but is that how it works? Like, I, when you think of astronauts, who, I think of the, what, like John Glenn and... Well, I think yeah, of I like the, the ones who, who made it and came back. I don't think of the ones that... Well, our potatoes also didn't fucking go anywhere, so either way. Well, no, no. I like taters. taters I am pro-taters. I just think we need I'm to be realistic well. about what what taters... You know, what taters' has, contributions right, contributed. Are. Right. Taters didn't make much of a sacrifice. It's like, yeah, you know, a different perspective. It's like Sully, you know? Was he a hero? Sure, unless you're a fucking bird. No. You're you're absolutely right. So if you're an animal, say a guinea pig that was selected because you certainly couldn't volunteer uh, in like the 60s, 70s, or 80s, your odds of coming back alive were pretty slim. Uh, but as, uh, you know, through the 90s on, there are like, we have been able to recover um a fair amount of the uh, animal. And when I say we, I mean humanity in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been able to like recover a significant portion of the animals that we sent into space. Uh, so like in China, there are dogs that have been to space numerous times because uh, they go up and come back and they right. send them back up. Uh, same with Russia. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. No, our, 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 I, I feel like um, our, our space program, uh, as our humanity space program, owes a great debt to uh, animals who are willing to. Wow. Well, they weren't willing. They were never asked, but <laughs> uh, were sacrificed uh, to advance our knowledge. And, you know, I'm glad Taters was able to uh, contribute and not have to leave their uh, living room. And we thank them for their service. And do you know who else we thank for their service? Hmm. All of the wonderful listeners of Underworld News tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, like I said, you guys yeah, can answer the you. Spotify question uh, about what type of uh, merch we should have. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want, if you like the show, also share it around. And remember, you could get a free hat by doing so. Uh, we gave some instructions yes. earlier. Mm-hmm. They'll also be on our social medias. Share it. Make right. sure you have a link to the show. Tag us and email that to us at underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. And we will uh, enter you in a raffle to get a free hat. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that merch otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jason, anything else uh, we should tell them? Um, no, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. 
That's right. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, remember at the end of the day, it is all phantom yeah. time mm-hmm. right now. So, uh, you know, right. Take mm-hmm. us that as you will go out there and stuff some stockings till your dick breaks. That's <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>